0: If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side?
2: Under neon loneliness everybody Welcome to the Football Ramble England, Gubb Wales and the US went through two It's Wednesday 30th of November, I'm Marcus Speller I'm Jim Campbell And I'm David Carnage. <laughs> Easy, 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 easy. Go on, David. No.
3: Not, <laughs> not getting involved. In not this. saying it was an easy one. Uh, first half wasn't, was it? Come on! We weren't hey. Singing it then, were you?
2: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we were just keeping the powder dry. England beat Wales three 0 Jim Campbell. They certainly did. Oh, uh, they're through. The poor Welsh are out. The yeah. poor Welsh are out. Well, I mean, we're not too ha- unhappy about that because it was England who put them out, we wanted England to
4: win the game. Okay, all right. Kick them while they down, Jim. Yeah, it seems to be your, your strategy. Enjoy Twitter this week. Um, <laughs> no, it was... It, I wanted us both to go through and the US as well. Yes. We don't have many listeners in Iran. No, but yeah. you know, good luck to them as well. Indeed. Um, couldn't we all go through? For it, yeah, I mean, if Qatar can be there, couldn't we all go through?
2: <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, it was a game of two halves. And is it a coincidence that Chesney Hawks dissected those two halves, David?
4: Um,
2: yeah I think it might be. You, no, you,
3: you're aware that he performed at halftime um, I had no idea no. apparently no,
4: no. so no, I was cooking yeah. at halftime so
3: I oh well yeah. yeah
4: No, it wasn't televised or no. if it was I missed
2: it oh, right, yeah, um, yeah.
4: but yeah I mean, I mean, no doubt
2: I mean, the Qataris will be very unhappy that the, the BBC didn't televise
4: that performance yeah, absolutely They'll was it on iPlayer I hope the so. opening ceremony was on iPlayer I think he needs that to yeah. have been on iPlayer right? only, that okay. could have been another chance to get back into the big time
3: he's yeah. only got one song yeah, yeah. Well, but, I did, I mean, well, and then that was it. It's and only and a half left.
4: time. Apparently, he you can book him and he will play that song twice and basically any indie song you throw at him, he'll he'll figure it out and do yeah. it for you. That's what he does now. So, I mean, a lot was made of like Do A <laughs> like Leaper. During the set. People like, shout up play. I, I don't think it's quite as improvised oh, okay. as that. You might, Aye, Maggie, a, you might have to give him a bit of a fast warning. <laughs> but like, talk of Do A Leaper... Um, Rod Stewart, all these people Uh, turning it down and like, how many phone calls did they get Mm. before they were like, we we can get Chesney Hawks? I reckon he phone (laughs) them. Yeah. Sliding into the DMs of the FA. But I'll do great.
2: it. i tell you what, he still looks great, doesn't he? He does. I assume I didn't see the that. halftime yeah, performance, yeah. sadly. Uh, maybe Jules did, though. She was there. We should ask her. Um, but yes, uh, but but England, uh, yeah, that second half was was, was much, much better. Um, of course, Wales started with Gareth Bale in the side. Didn't heed my advice, did you, Robbie Page? Uh, and uh, Wales, yeah, they. I mean... To be fair, though, I mean, at halftime, David, it was nil-nil... Wales looked like they were not going to bother England at all um, in
3: an attacking sense, but they kind of stood their ground and, and defended quite resolutely. I, I think that's all they're really capable of. Yeah. I don't think they brought much to this tournament. I mean, I'm saying good riddance to them. I, they've not brought anything <laughs> to the tournament. I thought they'd been a load of shit. Like, honestly, and, you know, I was a bit annoyed last night when it was nil-nil at half time because I was like, Jesus Christ, this is it. They they were so, so. Proud. How disappointed would you it, be if you're a Wales fan? Because I'd be devastated. Because, because they, they it takes. How many years to get to the World Cup? Was it 64
2: years? You know, since 1958. Yeah. You get there. And it's not like uh, an insignificant side. I can't think of one off the top of my head. But, you know, it, 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 sometimes you do get the, the vibe of a team of we're just happy to be here. Yeah. They're in a group. Oh, they've, they've got significant players who right.
4: have achieved a lot in the game. Right?
2: And, 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 and are similarly ranked with two of the sides in the group and the other side the seeded side is a rival which sometimes I understand it's not a, a, the glamorous tie perhaps they might have yeah. wanted but as it's a rival you never know you know you, you, that you can get yourself up for that and nerves and so on and so forth but they didn't apply themselves really and it seemed to be right let's just sort of hang on in there and and Gareth you do your stuff and I think that Yes, you can go out of the group stages if you're Wales. You know that is that is realistic. It's not a disgrace that they've they've gone home
4: um, after three matches, but they never really gave it a go. No, I and mean, that's that will be the most disappointing, I think. Mm. And I, I wonder if it's because the side's really limited or if they froze a little bit. Well what you, what you'd expect from from Wales in a in a you know an international derby game, even in a tournament, is that they would snap into tackles, they would press harder, they would they would run, at least match you for running, mm. but they would. They just you can't, can't do seem that with Really boat. passive. No, I think that's the problem. Well, the is that they the not have the legs in the team. The Ramsey did a little bit of that against England, but he can only it? do a little bit. That's well, the thing now.
2: Yeah, so I just wonder, David. You know, if it was another manager than Rob Page, and I understand, you know, you look at Rob Page's managerial career. You know, this is the pinnacle of his managerial career thus far, and that is understandable. because he's managing his own country at a World Cup, but if you will, it's not a gleaming CV. Yeah. Neither Southgate's, by the way. Again, that is not in any way disrespectful. But you just wonder, because of what Bale's done and Ramsey have done in, in in Wales shirts over the last, you know, how many years, it has been tremendous and it, sh- and it will never, ever be forgotten what they have done. Yeah. You know, semi-final of a Euro, I know you're going back a few years now, but they qualify for the World Cup in, in, in Euros and so on. Um, but I just wonder if, like we were saying the other, the other day, you've got to change it. You can't just go, all right, well, more of the same lads. Bale, is, is, he's got 20, 25 minutes in him, that's it. Really, he's looked mm. like way off the pace. Was it eight touches he had in the first uh, half? Seven or eight touches. Yeah, yeah. like like even, way off the pace. And and I, I just thought that they should have ripped up what they had done in qualifying and a, and a new kind of vibe and and used Bale as that impact up, But I suppose realistically, that was never going to happen.
3: No, I no, I don't think it ever was. Like, look, this was like the, his big last hurrah. Same with Ramsey. Mm. Um, I think they got two players there, and Johnson and James. Um, I would have had them either side of Muir and then just played on the break but they didn't even play on the break there no, was there no was, yeah, it's right yeah. there was no commitment of numbers yeah. they were always worried about england but i don't think you can do that in the final group game look yeah. you like nobody had really give them a chance anyway. they were you mm. know they needed needed a bit of a miracle a mini miracle to to actually uh, qualify so why not just have a go they're, they're such a proud nation as well mm. how they, they, everybody are feeling bad. They, I don't want to hear that a Wales fan this morning, just saying, "All right, yeah, we gave it a go. You know, we we've done, we you know, we did enough. We tried we best yeah. we could with what we got. No, you, they didn't. Uh, uh, yeah, they could have done so much more. They yeah. played like a team that were already out. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, I think so. But I mean, they are were, were, we're playing the mighty England, of course, Jim. Yeah, and this was a different performance than we saw against the US. Now, even at half-time when it was nil nil, there was a bit more in there. Was some spark. There was some there? spark. There was a bit of purpose. Yeah, and there was a bit of intensity. And I think that's what." frustrated me so much with the, with the performance against the US on paper of course you can you know nil-nil against the US not a disaster I mean yeah. you, you hark back to 2006 when Italy won the World Cup they drew with the US in, in mm. the group and the US I think went down to nine men at one point during that game Italy also had a man sent off but you know so it was a sloppy result so these these results can happen
3: and the US were, were very very but it was the fact that there was no intensity there was no tackles mm. or nothing, did, nothing. You see Mex- did you see Mexico against Argentina yeah. until they turned around with the spectacular Messi and Enzo finishes totally, yeah. Mexico were right in Argentina yeah, yeah. And they were absolutely cracking them. Mm. A few late tackles and yeah. finally picked up yellows. doesn't matter. It gets everyone up. It's like, right, we're in a game. Let's yeah. absolutely rattle them.
4: Yeah, I think though, I mean, this England side, it has a lot of dynamism to it. it so I, I think part of the problem was that actually Wales, you know, with respect to them, the quality just isn't as high on an individual level when you look at a lot of those matchups mm-hmm. to the point where actually um, Jordan Henderson looks a bit sort of Anachronistic, almost, in that team. Mm-hmm. He he looked he he kind of looked a little bit out of place, given the players around him and 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 how, as I say, dynamic that they, they are. But obviously he came in and and, and did his job. Relatively. Well, he's in effectively. there to, to help them press to exactly. get them going. Yeah, yeah. He, he was playing cheerleader. last time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You could hear
3: him on the mics every yeah. single time. Every single tackle that went in, he was screaming and yeah. he was ordering everybody about yeah. as well. So he was playing this essential... well, essentially the captain, really.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it yeah. looked like a matter of time before England made the breakthrough, and obviously they did. But I think you know. I mentioned Danny Ward on 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 the last you did. show I was on, and two of those goals a better goalkeeper deals with. The free kick mm-hmm. was close enough to him that he could be doing better on mm-hmm. that, and the third one obviously you know comes off his you know off his own foot, nutmegs himself. Well, right? uh, th- so this is interesting. So
2: Rashford, man of the match, um, and, and I think like you'd have to have a heartstone not to be pleased for Rashford. Yeah, for what he went through, you know, his last moment for an in Engl- England shirt was obviously the penalty missing the Euros out of the squad, um, not looking too good with Manchester United, but then suddenly his form turns around, Ten Hag's getting a bit more of a tune out of him. We love him, obviously, for what he's done off the field with, with with school meals for children, all that kind of stuff. A lot going on in that man's life. So to see him smiling and scoring goals yeah. at the World Cup is beautiful. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Always nice to have a Marcus in there, of course. However, when you start to break it down, great strike from Rashford's point of view, but a better goalkeeper does save it. Now, yeah. that's no criticism to Rashford you know he's, 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 he's hit the ball in an area which is asking a big old question of the goalkeeper
4: mm. I think uh, as well because Rashford had a chance for a hat-trick which was probably an easier chance and Ward yeah. made a really good save yeah he right. came out really quickly he did his line, yeah. um, but the, Rashford's second goal
2: if I'm Callum Wilson I think you got lucky there mate yeah yeah because I think he probably should have played it to Wilson but there we are the, the, the ball did end up in the back of the net the big question for Southgate is of course is does he start Rashford against Senegal I think so I really, think, I think he goes in. Ed over Sterling has started every big game for for Southgate just, in tournaments. Yeah, I know,
4: and was very, probably England's best player in the Euros. It's quite hard to second guess Gareth Southgate if you go against him doing what he always does. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, yeah. So you're probably right, based on you know the. the 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 facts of that in front of us because he does love Sterling but I think it's difficult to leave Marcus Rashford out after a mm. performance like that isn't it I think yeah. Phil Foden makes a case I think. I'm I'm
3: not starting Rashford no? yeah I'm I, definitely starting Foden I'm not starting Rashford right. so I'm, I'm in that camp
2: right I see well I I also think I mean I mean Rashford um you know again he's on a personal kind of level you know he's he's gone through a lot I mean he said uh, you know, after he spoke about after the final and so on. And obviously Southgate went to see him in the summer because he wasn't involved in the Nations League and had a chat and he said, This is what you need to do to get back in England scored and so on. I think Southgate's good with that man mm. management. You know, he lets everybody know, look, come on, this is the door is never, never closed. But with regards to who should he start, the reason why I would start Sterling is because Rashford's impact off the bench has been seen already, yeah. Uh, in 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 the tournaments, and also now, you would hope England would have enough not for, for it not to go to penalties, but Rashford is a penalty taker, despite what happened in the Euros final. Mm. And so actually, if you're bringing him on, you are going to bring him on and he would be there for that for that kind of thing as well. Um, and also, you would think the game would probably begin to open up a little bit
3: more as it goes on, which would suit Rashford a, a bit more, I would say. I just don't think Sterling's... Let England down? No, I don't think he's he has not either. done anything wrong. I no. think he I think he's responded every single time to criticism mm. yep. extremely well. And he did score a lovely goal against Iran, But Yeah, the way. his movement's still very good. Yes. I mean he's finishing his finishing is questionable at times, but I think he might even say the same about Rashford as well. I mm. think we had a discussion, he, he I think he tends to smash the ball quite a lot and yeah. <laughs> you're lucky with Danny Ward's footing because I think he should go for a more of a finesse type finish yeah. um Rashford. So I'd be starting uh, Sterling, Kane, mm. Saka up front and then Foden on the top of the midfield three.
2: I'll talk to him it, oh, top of if Oak, interesting. Okay. I mean, Foden it? obviously was played on the flank, as was Rashford. Was, he switched them it, at half time. Excellent. Yeah. It, I mean, because Foden actually starts more on the left for Manchester City. Yeah. He's not started that many games on the right, which is interesting because you would think he was one to cut inside on, on that left foot of his. But actually, you know, he looked immediately more at home on that left side.
4: Yeah. I think, though, that he's got the quality to play on either side. You know, we, we seem to, I think there's True, this, this but... sense with modern football in particular where you look at a player's quality and think, like, this player can only play that type of ball mm-hmm. on that side of the pitch, and I think that him and Saka and and, and true of Rashford as well. They've got more about them than that. Yeah, I think they, they do, there's but a lot if, of versatility there.
2: I there is it's... versatility, but if you can capture what they're doing for their clubs that what they do week in week out, that that that's maybe something to do. The good news is uh, everybody that our betfair popular bet build actually came through. Granted, um, it was because Sterling didn't start that that was part uh, that part of the bet was voided. But England won. There were fewer than three point five goals. It was a draw at half time. So we've landed nineteen pounds thirty five pence, all of which goes to Prostate Cancer UK. So a victory for the football ramble as well. Very much in some way, Jim. In some way, um, did you enjoy when Harry Maguire got forward and then got into the box? And <laughs> was it a cross? Was it a shot? Do I mean, we care? I forgot
4: about that. Yeah, because it was so much fun afterwards. <laughs> yeah, apparently. yeah. No, that was. Uh, I'm just going to hit this hard. There was a point where he just absolutely sort of leathered it. Into the stand as well, yeah. when he probably Yeah, 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 could have just... be, yeah, But I think that was more, we're winning there. Yeah. But do
2: you
3: know what with Maguire, actually? He was, in that first half, he's one of the more positive ones with yeah. the ball, trying to bring it out of defence and thought, pass it. I thought he was the same against the US as well. Yeah. I thought he was impressive against them. And look, I, and I'm no fan of Honey Maguire at all. Yeah, but, but credit, where credit's due. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the last two games, he's been really impressive. And, and yeah, it's. He didn't let the stereotype of Harry Maguire down when he had that foray, did he not? (laughs) 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 Indeed, indeed, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, With
2: regards to uh, Gareth Bale, he said that uh, I'll keep going as long as I can and uh, for as long as I'm wanted. (sighs) So there's all that kind of chat there. Um, Just retire, man.
3: (laughs) Jesus Christ.
2: How? I mean, can you really keep on playing a guy who hates playing club football?
4: (laughs) Is what I would say. Yeah, I I think. To be fair to Bale, he's not played a lot, has he? So I don't think this is it's this is the end of an era for Wales. Is, oh, absolutely, but I don't think this is him at his best, even at his current potential best. So that has to be taken into but, account. But will he
2: ever get back there? Because
4: I don't think he will. No. Maybe
2: not. Maybe no. not. I, I think it, I think it's like whoever signs it. Why would you sign him? You get a few. Oh, he'll stay in America. Yeah, surely, possibly. I I, I don't know. Um, but but with regards to England though, um, Southgate brought on Alexander Arnold, Wilson, Phillips, Trippier, and Grealish. Good for Phillips to get some minutes. It was also good for Carl Walker to get some minutes as well, because Walker um, comes in and you you remind yourself what Walker brings, of course. And if England are to go deep in this tournament, obviously Senegal, uh, you know, African champions, and uh, and they've gone through, and we'll talk about them in a bit. So it's it's, it's, it's no gimme at all. England are favourites for that uh, game. Um, England could play a France or so on if indeed they do go far in the tournament and you'll need a, a very fit and very pacey Carl Walker to deal mm. uh, with threats. But you also need that potentially against uh, uh, Senegal as well. Um, before we move on from England, did you enjoy Jack Grealish saying that uh, there'd been a big overreaction to the US game? This was ahead of the Wales game uh, and he said that when England beat uh, Iran, we were the
4: best thing since sliced veg... I mean, he just needs to be protected at all costs, doesn't he?
3: <laughs> what, do you see him, like, he's grabbing such a... such a pure soul. He is, he's lovely. I hope, <laughs> yeah. I hope life doesn't change him. Uh-huh. Do you see him, like... What putting... it would have happened by uh, now. Uh, he seems uh, to get more uh, and, is and more is adorable buttering... with <laughs> Is he buttering the outside of a full, unsliced loaf of bread? To... <laughs> it's just difficult to eat, this. This like, isn't that good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We've all evidently been darkened by life, and if we can protect one soul from that,
2: <laughs> yeah. I'll be really happy. Indeed, indeed. Um, uh, the Iran versus the US, <laughs> um, yes, it, it was ended one nil to the USA. Of course, Christian Pulisic uh, getting his goal. Please for him, uh, of course, he did yeah. get a whack in the willy by the looks of it when he when he did that. Um, but he was uh, he was the match winner, and they are through. They will play uh, the Dutch. In the second round, um, chances for Iran, of course. Perali Ganji had a chance, uh, which, 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 yeah, that was a chance for an equaliser, of course, which would have been good enough for Iran. I mean, they'll be gutted. Yeah. When you go, and we'll talk about Ecuador in a bit, when you go into that last game just needing a point and mm. you get done, you are distraught because you, you know, you're unfancied beaten 6-2 in the first game and it's just America. You just need that point, and they and they, and they, and they couldn't do it. The brave one of those shot players on as well—it's it's really impossible to understand what they're going through. Well, there was a very difficult and and yeah, well documented sort of political backdrop, of course, which was going on. Um, so you had the animosity between, well, certainly from Iran's point of view, between them and the US with regards to the whole business with the flag and 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 so on and so forth. Then. Um, you had the business with the national anthem they refrained from singing the national anthem against England of course uh, and it was reported by a security source it was described as uh, before the game that the families of the players had been threatened back in Iran if the players failed um, to as they put it behave and one senior I- Iranian politician had warned that the country will never allow anyone to insult the the national anthem of course so uh, so a lot going on there with the- with the Iranian players so it's a great shame for them that they didn't they didn't qualify you can't even imagine what what it's like to get into uh, the mindset of all that, that kind of stuff. But, you know, looking at on a pure footballing sense, you know, after being beaten 6-2, they went there and they were a whisker away from going through to the yeah. second round. So it's no disgrace. Yeah, it was And a- the US are probably a touch better than them, you would say. Oh,
3: yeah, I think so. I think it was an incredible effort by them. Mm. I can't, there can't be too many teams in the history of the World Cup that have arrived at the tournament on the backdrop of so much going on yeah. Yeah, outside of the football. And <clears> the fact that they put that... I think in the first game, they were so conflicted. You can mm. see it written over their faces. That's or, right. Do we, should we be here? Should mm-hmm. we not be here? The second game, you could kind of like see uh. the pride and belief. I think a few of them were emotional during the national anthem as well. Yep. And that was just an epic win for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see the belief and and, and the realisation. They're like, all oh, right, right. We're here. Yeah. We, we, we can do something here. I, I want to be here. Mm-hmm. And you could see that. And then I think in this third game, I actually think they were, I think they were maxed out and they played a very intelligent, mm-hmm. disciplined US side who were mm-hmm. really well coached throughout this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, who had several, I think, really monumental individual displays. Mm.
2: Yeah, and, and and the US, I mean, why a lovely finish, wasn't mm. it? It was obviously chalked off just for offside. It would have been a beautiful goal otherwise. And the US had a few chances as well. But a, a, again, with Iran, you know, it's difficult, especially if Carlos Kiros is your manager, you go in and you just need a point, you're probably going to go and play for that point. Yes. But they, they, they came unstuck. And it's difficult as well when
4: you come up against the mighty Tim Ream, Jim. Tim Ream and Tyler Adams. Absolutely, yeah. The pair of them, just, just just an irresistible force. Well, it is. And also, people often talk about club
2: partnerships. Ream and Robinson for Fulham are used to playing... Next to each other, of course, and have been very, very good. And I'm delighted to uh, to, to, to to for, for people to recognise Reem because you know he is in his mid thirties now. Yeah. I mean, we know Pep Guardiola is very liberal with his
4: compliments, but he did he's say not to liberal. He's just it's, just over it's impossible the top. to know what his criteria <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's very specific, but in a way that only he understands. Yeah, well, I mean, he did say to Tim Ream recently, "If you, you know, if you were a bit younger, then you wouldn't be, um, you would be playing foot
2: for me." But like Reem is, he's a he's a quality player. I mean, I know Luke has said on the podcast before, "Oh, well, there's this thing at Fulham where he hoofs the ball long. Everyone shouts Ream." No, when he does something good, like a tackle or something, they shout Ream. He never hoofs the ball because when Luke and I, and I know you're listening, Luke, more when we went <laughs> to watch them against Manchester United, which regrettably Manchester United, um, you know, stole the victory. I said, "Right, let's count how many times Reem hoofs the ball forward. Not once. It's quite a cultured player. <laughs> Bearing in mind his his you know footballing culture is in the US where they you know playing out from the back is a fairly newish kind of idea. Like in this country yeah. as well and a lot of other countries. His footballing CV is not like massively impressive in 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 terms of Playing cultured football and all that kind of stuff, you know, he's playing at Fulham, blah 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 blah. He's in his
3: mid thirties, and yet
2: look at him. Yeah, he's, he's living de- his
3: best life, David. He's definitely not a hoofer. He's a no. he's a pure stopper centre back. Yeah, um, interceptions, tackles, mm. headers away. Yeah, he's, he's not a hoofer at all. And yeah, he was he was magnificent. And um so are the midfield. I think they've got you know, look. US has got the next World Cup co-host and that. Yeah. Um, and you look at that young midfield in. Adams, McKenney, Musa. Mm. Yeah, there probably is going to be the midfield three, unless somebody comes out of nowhere. Um, potentially Arena again, but they are all young players. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, it, Pulisic isn't
4: isn't an old head yet by no. any stretch. You got. Timothy Weyer in there as well. Mm-hmm. There's some real talent
3: already, mm-hmm. and that's that's good for Pulisic, you know, because it takes the pressure from him. Because I think a lot of the time, this whole Captain Muric vibe—he's got the mm. number ten shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, he actually—he rises to it though. Yeah, he. Uh, but I didn't think he was that impressive last night. He put yeah. himself on the line for the goal, which was yeah. which was incredible. And obviously, everybody loves an heroic act like that. You know? after, you,
2: after you get whacked like that, yeah, you're not going to. You've not got much to give
3: after. Of course, but it, it was Adams who stood up and stood out for well, me. He's a brilliant player, his leadership quality was was fantastic and again I I brought it up on the other podcast when we we're talking about the US but the European influence playing in Europe is just there. Yeah how to read games, yeah. how to manage games, it was all there from those players, mm. especially Adams. Yeah indeed it's gonna be a fascinating game against
4: the Dutch. Really looking <sighs> forward to that. Yeah absolutely right. Yeah but yeah no the US they are looking good and also they are not
2: conceding goals. Two they only conceded one and it was a penalty. And it mm. was a bit of a rush of blood from Zimmerman
3: um, yeah, and uh, Reem really built him up. Mind that's that. Yeah. But you could see him and just get a bit more confident. And Reem was yep. really, really just pouring them all, trying to get in the mood. That's and, right. he, and he reacted to that really, really well. To be fair, then. yeah, indeed, yeah.
2: All right, chaps, let's have a break, and then we'll talk about uh, the Netherlands and Senegal after that.
0: Yo, what's up everybody, what a beautiful day. Listen, um, someone just sent me the Marcus Rashford video where he confronted the fans because the fans were digging him out and he, he offered one of them out. But out, like, Marcus, stand your ground, bro. You just do your stuff, get back to where you need to be, bro, where you're playing. Fuck them fans, bro. Everybody, have a nice day, man.
2: Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Right, before we go any further, Jim,
4: you have got something in your hands. I do. It's an email and it's from Mitchell referring to uh, Lars making the case for dual screen viewing. Uh, Mitchell says, my dad has a more complicated system of watching shows slash sports. He has four screens going at once. That's it's too f- much. No, that's, no, four that's horrific. F-O-U-R. No, no. The, the desktop <laughs> computer is dedicated to whatever he's working on. His laptop is focused on work as well. He then has the television running live TV and he, and his iPad on whatever streaming show he is watching. No. Full volume on everything. Can it be top? I mean, look, should <laughs> anyone try? No, nobody should try. I understand that if it's a kind of... like I."
2: It, 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 well, I'm assuming this is in the US,
4: or it's Marcelo Bielsa,
2: could possibly. No, even Bielsa's not doing this. I think I, I, with, the, with Poland's under 17s, 19s, 14s, all on at the same time. But, because basically, like if you're watching multiple um, sporting events, that's why I'm thinking it could be in the US. Because obviously, Premier League they get all the games on a Saturday afternoon, all at the same time. Or I think is is NFL similar to that? Well, no,
3: but only one of them is sport. One of them is one of them is yeah, a, a TV show. Yeah,
2: that to me is like I don't, I don't. He can't be watching it.
3: Just watch one thing. Yeah. Watch the highlights later, and then <laughs> yeah. maybe even watch a bit the next morning as well. You yeah. don't need to see it right there. It's the TikTok generation, oh, David. Man. I'm I'm Fucking too hell.
4: stupid to watch two things at once. Is the, <laughs> the sad truth of it. Yeah, that's
2: yeah. Well, there we are. I, but I don't think it can be topped, Mitchell, and I don't think it should be topped. Yeah. And I think you need to talk uh, your your father down from this. Uh, at least if you getting, can get him, his attention. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear, get in touch with us. Shout out at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble. If indeed that has been topped, we won't believe you though. Uh, Ecuador won Senegal 2. The big game in Group A, it went down to the wire and it was Senegal who will play England on Sunday. The African champions beat Ecuador and it was Kaladu Koulibaly with his first international goal. Lovely finish, Yeah, Well, he he is sort of emotionally and physically the big man of that team <laughs> and they needed
4: they needed something and it was it yeah. was a lovely finish. it was a lovely finish it's, it's been a really sort of emotional journey for yes for for them um and that was a nice sort of um capping off of it.
2: you're referring to um the anniversary of the death of Papa Bubyi yes
4: which they've you know they've, they've mentioned quite a lot and obviously it is a really really sad thing I think we've kind of underestimate here the second what, anniversary how, how much that has been used as uh, I suppose fuel. Yeah, And, you know, they've come off the back of winning the AFCON as well, yeah. um, which is a huge, huge thing. That was, you know, that was this year. Mm. Yeah, indeed. Well, Koulibaly said of Pabu um, Diop, who, of course, played in that great Senegalese
2: side in 2002 that went uh, to the quarterfinals. And again, you, you can't underestimate how important that is for a country who don't often qualify. In fact, was that the first time they qualified, perhaps? They, they've not got a, hit, a long history and tradition in this tournament. And so that would have had such an impression And he was one of the stars of that side. And then, of course, dies very prematurely. And Koulibaly said of this, you know, we wanted to do him, um, uh, Papabudiova, of course, proud, and pay homage to him. He made me dream as a boy. You see, there you are. Uh, This wasn't something we wanted to let slip. I saw the videos his family posted of him. It really hit home. So to have that and to be able to to win the game uh, and dedicate it to him is absolutely glorious. And also... The Senegalese fans have been fantastic, yeah. haven't
3: they, David? There's just a constant rhythm. There the is. Yeah.
2: It is incredible. It's but like whether uh,
3: we're 1-0 up, lads. Get the drums out. Yeah. We're
2: 3-0 down, lads. Get the drums yeah. out. It's, it's just whatever. A, it's a party. It's, it's a, glorious. It's it's the, it really is.
3: For the entire 98 minutes or, or whatever it ends up being, they're just, just a constant beat. It's I just, quite nice. I think a lot of
2: fans... England ones as well. I know totally different cultures, so it's like yeah. almost we a bit we
4: futile. That up. No, 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 no. I'm not saying we go toe to toe with the drumming and the Imagine dancing. Imagine the team. England band for 90 minutes like I that. But I, I, like, I, I like, won't. 50 of them. <laughs>
2: But again, though that that is that sort of joy, and it's they're not more making melodic. yeah. But the, but the, but the joy in those fans, you know, it's, yeah. it is a beautiful thing, and that's one of the things the World Cup does. But it's they're not just making up the numbers; they're through. It's a fantastic victory against arguably a better side.
3: Yeah, I think they've been quite measured. They've been quite smart throughout the, throughout the group stages, and, mm. and they went into this game and they they didn't panic. They didn't go gung ho. Um, I think they're different to the other African sides in that they are. A bit more European. They're a bit more. We're approaching this game like it's two-legged.
2: Is that CC's approach? Obviously played in Europe. I
3: think it's CC's approach. You've got yeah. to give him credit, haven't you? Yeah. Oh my God, his resume now with them mm. is is incredible. Because so his uh,
2: managerial career is basically working up through the ranks. Yeah, he, in Senegal, through the, the under the, the age cap teams and so it, on, and he's been in the charge I think since 2015.
3: Yeah. I mean, he captained that side in 2002. Yeah. So have so that yeah, side. Yeah. So, so yeah. What well, a legend! And there. that was the first time they got through the knockouts in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. He got them their first ever AFCON title as well. Yeah. And then now he's got them through again here as a manager. And it, it it's just it is just a remarkable achievement. And uh-huh. and again they were they were just so so calm and serene um against uh Ecuador. And and don't get me wrong, I, I think, you know, if we're looking at the England game, which we inevitably will, I think England can, can beat them, of course, but you know, you can't completely write them off. Mm. But I think England should still be happy with that draw.
2: Yeah, I think yeah, all all kind of joking aside, you know, if you are playing and non-seeded side in the second round. Yeah. You know, you, you would take that, of course. And a side without the best player in Sadio Mane. Yeah. It's a great shame for him. Which they've reacted to really well. They I don't have... know how
3: many other good sides would react to losing their talismanic player like that. Because, yeah. I mean, he's considerably better than everybody else right, on the team. Right, right. And, and then one of the other
2: players we know a little bit about, Idrissa Gay, picked up a booking, so he won't be playing against England. So they're, they're, they'll be missing him, of course, as well. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a phenomenal win. And, and Ecuador, you know, Ecuador, when they played the Dutch, might have come off the pitch thinking, oh, we could have nicked that. Um, they they really did test Van uh, yeah. half side.
4: I mean, they're they're a good team. Ecuador. I know Senegal were the favourites to go through alongside the Dutch, but uh, I mean, there's, for a team like a Ecuador to have a goal scorer essentially yeah, in Enner right. Valencia being so reliable is is quite rare mm. for for teams at that level. So th- this was so close. I'm gutted for Ecuador. Actually. Well, I think they'll have woken up this morning and they're just they will not believe that they're not in the second round mm. again. Just needing well, a point. It, essentially, it's a really tough group because Qatar are in it. So yeah, you know, it, does sort of it was always it. going to be the case that all of those teams beat Qatar.
2: Yeah, but I think the fact that they got that draw against the Netherlands, it wasn't going to go down to
3: goal difference,
2: yeah. you know. And if you, if you, if you think about, it, I mean, the defender uh, was it Piero
3: Incapi who who. Just went through. Really talented young defender as well. Yeah. Already playing in Europe. Really good play. But it was just a clumsy tackle. Well, it was tack. a
2: clumsy tackle. And it's, and it's just before half time. You you know, you nil-nil. Get in at nil-nil, lads. Job done. That's fine. Mm. And then that happens. You think, oh, blimey. And then Caicedo uh, scores. And you, th- and you saw the celebration. They're like, right, lads. We're back at it. And and it's that worst thing in football where you equal. You get yourself into the position you want to be in.
3: And immediately you're pegged back. Yeah. It they, just sucks the life out of they you. They played too deep. Yeah. I think all game, they didn't do actually what they did in the previous two games. Mm. I thought in the previous two games they took a lot of opponents out of position with them running and movement. They just didn't do it here. They, well, it's, they it's, sat in deep. I think, like, you know, you, you could say they bottled it a bit.
2: Well, because and I think sometimes when, it depends what type of side you are, when you go in just needing a point, the temptation is, well, okay, let's just, whereas actually if Ecuador needed the win they may have gone at them as we've yeah. seen them as we've seen them do in the previous two games you know and um, yeah very very sadly for them they're out um, but Senegal are through and uh, yeah I mean I, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit more Alois Cisse hopefully not in a celebratory manner of course they are playing England for so that right, that's, that's what up.
4: you want is that you want to see them you want to see their dreams dashed
2: yeah I suppose
4: magnificent I, three lines inadvertently I do you do if you see what I mean small little man aren't you <laughs> Well, physically, yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh,
2: of of which, El Hadji Diouf um, is a part of the side. Um, is a part of the national team too. He's he's involved somewhere. He's 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 an advisor to the president of the Senegalese FA. So we haven't seen him. Is he out there? I don't know. I haven't seen any. You'd assume so. Well, you he's would assume sort of so. Yeah. If he isn't, he'll certainly get involved on the weekend. Uh, when he was told that Sadio Mane was um, considered Senegal's best ever player. He shrugged his shoulders and said he had two African Ballon Dors at 22 years old without even trying that much. Oh, so well, you know he's, you he's still the El Hadji that we yeah absolutely that we know. And if he was humble now, we'd be know. a bit weird. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, <laughs> sell
4: out.
2: <laughs> Does age not mellow some people? Some people. Some people. We can't. St-
3: you know specify some enough in that sentence. What's going on with a uh, former you know elite African strikers going about just saying wild things. They forget Eto said he was better than Henri as well. That's and so he's advising right. the Cameroon side. So they're in a similar yeah. sort of role. He also he was... said Cameroon were gonna win the World Cup. Yeah, he did he has completely yeah. Against gone yeah. off Against the he of Morocco
2: I think uh, in the final Oh it was the Morocco yeah. I mean look I, I, so I like this not... Morocco side but come oh, God, on. I
3: really like them yeah. yeah, yeah. But
2: like but Etu saying that he was better than Henri like, I, I don't think that's as ridiculous as you might think. No, I mean, Etui was an
3: incredible player. Yeah. He's probably my top three well. strikers of all time. Right, so there you but go. But even I thought, I was like, come
2: on, Thierry. Like, do you need to say that, though?
3: No. Yeah. It's no. A, it's I an mean, answer. if
2: he's been asked that question directly, it's because of probably the vibe. Probably is that. Yeah, but it's because of the vibe he's given. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's laid the foundation for the whoever asked him that question to ask it, you see what I mean. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so there we are. Uh, the Netherlands beat uh, Qatar 2-0. Uh, The tournament hosts have finished bottom of the group, of course, conceded seven goals, the most by a host nation in the group stages. So a lot of history made by Qatar there. Um, And all of it is unwanted, um, of course, which kind of goes with the territory, sadly. Uh, But with the Netherlands, Gakpo um, scored again, looking very, very good. Uh, He's um, the first man in the Netherlands history to score in the first three games of a World Cup tournament. And, uh, you know, he's he's, he's a young
3: man and he's being sought after, David, isn't he? There's probably another 10 million. He's just... Is there another 10, yeah. do you think? Stuck on his price well, PSV will be delighted with yeah, they, that. They, they will be. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is like your classic... You know, tournament top tier tournament performance. Mm. Going to get a move off the back of it. Yeah, I mean, um, he was
4: going to get that move anyway, wasn't he? But so yeah, it's whoever yeah. whoever buys him. Man United seem to be leading the race. This probably is a, will pay over now, he's and a, they've got their own Man United tax on top of that. Are, yep.
3: are you saying he's the new Carol Paborski? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying he might already be the new Anthony. Yeah, <laughs> oh. that's a lovely callback to old Carol. Though, yeah. I, um, but yeah, Kakpo is for PSV. He's been fantastic. He's uh-huh. been more coming off the off the wing. Um, for them, and he's been playing well, don't get me wrong, but I think in this Dutch side, he's more of a centre-forward.
4: Yeah. But well, he's getting
3: the goals. He, yeah, he's getting the goals, and he's got the build for it, he's got the body type for it yeah. as well, his combination play is very good, but he's also got a bit of individ, individual brilliance as well, he can just pull something out of the bag if he's left up top on on, on his own, he's been really, really impressive. Yeah, well, I, actually,
4: d- I mean, speaking of Thierry Henry, he kind of has that about him, doesn't he? Right. He, would offer, he was a, a, a tall striker that would play wide, oh. and Gakpo's in the business in the same way he's got a bit of a prat as well Jim you and I are going to have words later <laughs> he seems really nice actually he, he just seems <laughs> yeah, a really nice no, I, guy what do you think of Thierry Henry though as a pundit
3: oh, I think he's very good I really yeah. like him yeah okay fair Had, enough what do you fla- th- think Marcus? adds a bit of flavour no. a bit
2: of vavavoom. yeah there you go <laughs> that's right a bit of va-va-voom uh, yeah no I have been uh, told I'm wrong on that account um, by Thierry himself no uh, but, but now, what about this chaps aside from penalty shootouts which don't count as losses with regards to FIFA rankings Louis van Gaal has now managed 10 World Cup games without ever losing the highest tally for, for any manager He's, you
4: know, he's, he's 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 got the bit between his teeth, and some Dutch reporters have said that watching this Dutch side is like grinding teeth. He's so stubborn. Yeah, I mean, this is just a perfect <laughs> reflection of the stubbornness of the man. His well, teams reflect it. Yeah, the record reflects it. Because the Dutch have got obviously incredible
2: football pedigree in history, yeah. but they are still. Uh, doing it Louis' way well, they, <laughs> not to you know, doing that they want to play the West Ham way is what right, I'm saying yeah. uh, as, they, as they call it in the Netherlands um, but Louis van Hal wants to play his way he loves a back three we know he loves doing it in, in certain ways uh, and he's not going to change his style is he David that would be that would be madness but you know, he has had quite a bit of success doing it this way. How dangerous do you think the Dutch are? Because again, in terms of second-round opponents, I think they'll be quite happy with the US, despite the the performances that the US have p- been putting in.
3: I think they're dangerous in a robotic way, in that they don't really give up many inches. No, they they are so well drilled and organized when it comes to you know going through games. Um, and, and look, Van Hal's experience is is remarkable. That's always going to impact on on players in a squad. Um, and they will be very difficult to play against. But at the same time, I still feel if you were to take the lead against them and you are a good side, you could easily hold them off. That's right. the strange thing about them. Right? So, yeah. Interesting.
2: Well, uh, Van Hal did tell uh, any Dutch journalists after the game to go home if they're bored by his team. If you don't like it, you can leave. <laughs> yeah, it's their jobs. <laughs> They can't do that. He doesn't like criticism. Let's be honest. No, Um, he was complimented for his tan at uh, one of the press conferences before the game, to which he said it was genetic. He said, "My mother lay in her coffin with rosy cheeks when she died."
4: Blimey! Love to spend just a day in his company. Yeah, a
2: day might be quite exhausting. Oh yeah, exactly. But it'd be like worth. Need a week off afterwards. (laughs) He's an incredible man and has had quite a bit of tragedy in his life, actually. Yeah. I won't go into that now, but uh, but a remarkable man. And I think the World Cup is all the better for having him there. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I agree. Quite frankly. Uh, talking of remarkable Dutch men, uh, have you seen Dick Avocat has taken his 27th managerial job, come out of retirement again at the age of 75? He's taken up the post at Addo Den Haag. You can't give a good man down, David.
3: Just... Retire and take Bill with you.
2: He has <laughs> retired. Absolutely.
3: He retired
4: for the fifth time. I know, but
3: retired for good. Last year, stop <laughs> coming back. I don't
2: think he can. <laughs> God. Yeah, he did. Yeah, as you say, Jimmy retired last year for the fifth time after a stint as uh, uh, um, Iraq national team manager. Boss. His he signed his first professional contract as a player at Den Haag in 1966, and then went on to become a manager. Boss. Well, do. he's he's had remarkable longevity in the game.
4: And, uh, and he's going to have a little bit more by the looks of it. He's going to, he'll take over the Netherlands after Koeman. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> they just rotate through. Do you think Kuman's going to come back? No, Co- already definitely coming yeah, back. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, and then yeah, after yeah. that, Louis will probably have another guy. Yeah, fair enough, eh? Well, uh,
2: yeah. Is his uh, Is he in line? He's in there as well. Yeah, again. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep that rotation going, lads. Uh, today, gentlemen, um, at uh, the World Cup, we've uh, got Australia versus Denmark and Tunisia versus France. You would fancy France uh, to beat Tunisia, even though Tunisia are desperate for a win. Denmark versus Australia can the Aussies do it do they, they
4: only need a draw don't they, so yes, they which going to will suit, suit them yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I, so I, it's a funny one isn't it because again it's two teams where you want to see them both go through well, Denmark haven't really got started they haven't there, there is that I think the Aussies will fancy it but I mean the, there is a danger in playing for a draw though isn't there so mm. we'll, we'll see I suspect Denmark
3: will, will have enough But I would would love to see the Aussies get through. I don't want either of them through. I think they're really boring. (laughs) Yeah? You fancy Um, Tunisia to to win France? I want Tunisia through. Their fans are excellent. They are. The more North African teams through, the better. Right. Okay, fair enough. Then, of
2: course, uh, in the group that concerns Poland, Argentina, and Saudi Arabia and Mexico, it is all to play for. That is an absolutely intriguing one. What do you see happening? I think Argentina will beat Poland. And I think they will actually top the group. And it's all about Saudi Arabia versus Mexico. And I think...
3: Harvey Renard's men might register a famous victory there. In the dressing room, just play highlights of that the Argentina game. Yeah. Get everybody fired up with that uh-huh. and then just go into it. We want yeah. we want Harvey the Fox in the next round. Oh, yes. And the Saudi Raven fans have been great as well. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, not, look, because the hosts have been absolutely pathetic. They're clearly <laughs> switching over to the South. Yeah. The Qatari's now backing them. So you've kind of got these two fan bases coming yeah. together. Uh, so. Yeah it would be nice just to have still like a little bit of atmosphere throughout the tournament definitely
2: All right, everybody thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble part of the Acast Creator Network it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you tomorrow everybody it's on the continent Dotton is joined by Andy of course and Jonathan Johnson we'll be back very very soon of course to talk about all of this good World Cup action thank you Jim Campbell thank you thank you David Cartledge. thank you my man thank you everybody see you soon
1: football ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast creator network
0: why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk